Hey, my name is Dane Rousey. I play drums for pretty much everybody. And you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julian. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, where we highlight, put a spotlight on Texas artists here that we love, people that you need to know about, and, you know, maybe some of your friends. Maybe you know some of these people. Maybe you're uh, in the same scene as them and you want to hear a different take on what they what they like, what they don't like, the kind of things they uh, like to do and things like that. So that's what we kind of want to do here. Or you can find your next favorite musician and, you know, just to see what else is out there, because there's a ton of music out there, a ton of great musicians out there. So keep listening to our podcast. Today, we have a fantastic guest on the podcast, Dane Rousey. Dane, R-O-U-S-A-Y. I had a, <laughs> I had a, a, a little bit of a problem pronouncing it for a while. But uh, Dane Rousey, DaneRousey.com is where you can find all his stuff and all that. We're going to be talking about uh, what makes him tick, what he's doing, all the different bands that he's in. Uh, he's a musician. He's a drummer, uh, percussionist. You know, he's doing his own thing. He has a cassette that's going to be releasing very soon. We talk a lot about that. And I got to hear some of the songs, and it's very interesting. It's very out there. Um, it may not be for everybody, but that's okay because, you know, a lot of music isn't for everybody. But uh, for those people that do like it, it's really good. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to play two songs off of that cassette tape and uh you don't want to miss that if you like what we do don't forget you can support us you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash tms podcast that's a monetary support and we'd really appreciate it you get some uh sneak peek on some cool uh stuff that we only post for our patrons um a dollar a month is all we ask for to get into that or you can follow us on social media texas music pod texas music pod on facebook and twitter or on Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. All you have to do is just follow. You can retweet. You can like our stuff. And that really helps us out. Get us out there. And to the people that want to hear new musicians or, you know, finding musicians that want to be on the podcast. If you are one of those people that want to be on the podcast, go ahead and send us an email just like Dane did. He sent me an email and I was like, hey, I've been, you know, I've been meaning to get him on the podcast. And he, you know, I finally got him on here. So it's Texas Music Podcast at gmail.com. Texas Music Podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us an email. I'm getting back to emails. Um, there's been a lot of submissions, and I definitely want to get you on here on the podcast in this audio space uh, as quickly as I can. And we're doing that. So we got a lot of cool musicians lined up for you, especially this one today. Right now, you're listening to it on this show. So Dane Rousey, I had a lot of things in common with this guy. He uh, is a hard worker, hardworking musician, just like I am. We kind of uh, bonded over that during this show. Um, DaneRousey.com, he's definitely going on tour with his solo stuff, his solo percussion, drumming, whatever you want to call it, noise, I don't know. Um, just, you know, <laughs> great music. Uh, DaneRousey.com, you can see his schedule. He's going to be kicking it off on the 13th, April 13th, 2017, 
at Imagine Books and Records. We're going to have, uh, he's going to have uh, Adipsia. You've heard him before on the podcast and some other great musicians just to kick off his uh, little tour that he's doing. He's going a few places in Texas, Oklahoma, um, a few other ones. I don't know uh, what... <laughs> A few other ones that I don't know the uh, abbreviations for. A R M O, Illinois. Oh God, I'm bad. I should. I should. I should go back to school. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. He's going. All the information's on there, on the website danerousey.com. You can check it out. You can even uh, look at what is going to be on his cassette because it's releasing that day, and you should definitely pick one up. That's enough of me talking. We're gonna listen to a song here by Dane. It's called Blade. It's off his new cassette that's going to be coming out, like I said. We're going to listen to a little bit of Blade, get into the interview, and then we're going to listen to Most Broad, the entire song, at the very end, Most Broad. And definitely keep listening. It is a little different, not going to lie. It's it's very interesting. It's kind of out there, but give it a listen. Give it uh, some time. It's really good by a really great musician. So here it is, Blade by Dane Rousey. You want to just get right up on the mic? It's all good. Water. Um, so Dane, how how do you say your last name? Because I don't I, I don't want to mess it up. Because <laughs> Rousey. I know I, Rousey. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's uh, do that. Uh, Rousey. Rousey. Okay. <laughs> Rousey. Cool. Because uh, I hate when people mess up my name Escovedo, and it's just like. Oh uh, no! Yeah. Yeah, or like my full name. Uh, what have you had anybody like? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm not alone in that. So, uh, Dane, what, I don't know, what, what got you into, why music? I kind of want to start off with that. Why, why did you choose the medium music? I think, uh, you're sort of a creative. You probably could have chosen anything, I guess. And why, why was it music, uh, that you got into? Uh, I mean, I grew up playing music. Uh My mom's a piano teacher. Oh, okay. Cool. Taking lessons at like four. Did you have to pay her? (laughs) luckily not no but she definitely did not because i only play drums primarily and Mm -hmm. she's just like you can't play an instrument that's not pitched unless you learn piano first okay so i had to like graduate the piano like through whatever yeah or sixth grade she has to she made you take a test to make sure you knew i had to have the knowledge to abandon it i guess yeah for sure that's kind of like uh with jazz and music in general where it's like you have to learn uh the rules and then you can like yeah well it's good to know the rules before you break them yeah i guess yeah i think i was talking to who was i talking with uh somebody where i was just like you could just fake it you can just kind of fake that you know the (laughs) rules and it's not it's not a big deal um so so your mom was a piano teacher was uh, was your father anything into music or anything Uh, not really he plays guitar i guess Mm -hmm. or he was like one of those guys that in college had a guitar like mm-hmm. college, oh okay college cool. guitar bro yeah plays on the on the lawn or something oh, oh yeah. i'm gonna play 
here's Wonderwall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was playing like a lot of like '90s songs. I was like, okay, I'm not into this. Yeah, but I mean, there was like instruments laying around, so I, I had a ton of opportunity to pick up whatever I really wanted to. Yeah, cool. So, so you started in the piano, and you just what what made you gra- gravitate towards, I guess, drums or, or the percussion? Was it percussion or was it like drum drumming um, first? I guess at first it was drums. My neighbor had a drum kit. Uh-huh. And I was so into it, and I would go over to his house like every single day, and I'd uh, I play drums in his garage, mm-hmm. and he'd just watch me, and I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I was doing or yeah. anything, but he would just watch me, and I was like, okay, it's like, are we gonna start a band? And at this time, <laughs> I'm, this I'm like twelve. I'm like, oh, I don't think I could do this. Yeah, but uh, it yeah, I kind of just started with drums after piano, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's aggressive oh yeah and i wanted to is that what you i wanted to be punk (laughs) okay yeah what were you listening to then oh give me (laughs) good lord uh well my family also i grew up in like a super conservative christian household Mm, okay so i was not allowed to listen to secular music until i was like you know in like middle school and stuff wow so like growing up oh man oh was your mom like in the church as well did you play piano for church oh, oh yeah. okay that's what i was assuming but i didn't want to say it yeah no know. she definitely did like church gigs and uh got me playing there i was playing there primarily like that was the first time i played in front of people mm-hmm. was that kind of thing but i feel like that's how a lot of people start but i was listening to, like just horrible christian music oh, like boy. christian rock or whatever <laughs> i was looking to like reliant k and like oh fake man punk bands like yes. that. uh i mean wasn't hawthorne heights like a christian band or no it i was, was in that area i, think. I listened to that definitely yeah. <laughs> i went to like scream the prayer like every year or something oh, boy. like that wow it was truly truly horrible <laughs> but it, it was cool it was fine yeah they i mean uh playing in churches i think uh, i play brass instruments so they always like to have brass there and it's always like super I don't want to say super easy, but like it's it's easy, easy music. Yeah, easy yeah, music to easy. play, and it's just like all right, let's you know. I guess, I'm assuming for drums, it was like okay, here you, you just go. groove the yeah. whole time. Yeah, no, it's well, groove is an exaggeration. You mm-hmm. just like play a beat. If play you the can, snare. Yeah. Can you hit the snare? <laughs> all right, you're if good. If you can hit it, you're good. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> so it, yeah, the whole church thing got to go. Do you think that that's why you sort of? broke out into this whole thing that you're doing oh most definitely yeah okay yeah. cool it was <laughs> extremely limiting yeah so and it was like a, a rebellion but not really i guess yeah, yeah. at that point it was as rebellious as i could get with only having that atmosphere to <laughs> uh-huh. grow up in i guess yeah but the drums was like oh man this is like as punk as i can get at mm-hmm. this point so until i have a job or something i i guess i'm stuck doing this yeah and then you're just banging away and and stuff like that were you in uh i don't even want to ask how old how old you are you're early early 20s yeah, yeah okay yeah. cool um because yeah i don't know whatever so <laughs> like in high school what were were you in bands were you joining bands were you were you doing that whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. when i was 15 I kind of like, I was in a band and we got offered a show at like Jack's Patio or like one of those oh, places. Oh, badass. Yeah. The so White I, Rabbit, no? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I was like, mom, I'm going to go play this show. I need a ride. And she's like, okay, okay. She shows up. She's like, oh no, what is this? <laughs> and it's like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. And eventually. Mom, stop. I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, Sorry. right. I like, when I was like 16, like I'd always have like a lighter in my pocket in case oh, there was man. a girl who was like older than me. It's like, you got, you got a light for my smoke. Yeah. And I was like, Oh baby, I've got, I just like a horrible I just, person. I just put the cigarette between my lips. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, no. I started doing the whole band thing at like 15. And when I was in high school, then it was just, I was wanting to be in bands. Mm-hmm. And I went to like a performing arts high school. Okay. So were you in, uh, what were you doing? Like in marching band or was it like just kind of orchestral, orchestral stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We would play like musicals and stuff. Okay, cool. Which yeah. is like really cool. I do that for like a living now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So like, where do you play? Uh, right you, now? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I'm for work right now. I teach lessons and then I uh-huh. play for like different like local theaters yeah like performing arts of san antonio i'm doing a musical for them like right now so like every weekend i have to go there and play and it, yeah it's it's a cool game. no i love musicals i used to love playing in, in musicals i was i would always play in the the high school musicals that we had there i played like in what was it cabaret and then a few other ones yeah i'm forget. doing cabaret right really now. yeah awesome yeah. cool yeah i love that one i love the uh, it's a lot of fun to, uh, had some fun songs, I had some fun, uh, yeah, fun tunes. it's, it's fun. And once you learn the songs, then you can kind of just coast and, yeah. and just go with it and yeah. really fill it out. So, mm-hmm. uh, the musical thing, I did that for a couple of years and then joined a band and started doing the, mm-hmm. I can go and tour with this. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And then after the tour thing, I kind of just like, Oh, I can do this full time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just like the progression slowly went from punk kid listening to Christian rock. Like, yeah rebelling and then it became and then it just (laughs) became the thing that i did so for a living now i guess yeah Yeah, so sort of yeah awesome so like what would you say i guess to somebody that that's that wants to do that i don't know uh like yeah what what was some advice i think you wished that you got from somebody (laughs) i wish i would have known sooner that it could that it could be like really possible Mm -hmm. extremely quickly if you just apply yourself kind Mm -hmm. of a that whole spiel but it's not ever going to be as glamorous as you know like you're never <laughs> you're never especially playing drums i feel like you're never gonna be the dude that's in one band and you're just killing it mm-hmm. and you're making tons of money flying everywhere yeah. being the famous being in guy. that one band yeah with that no. one set that everybody wants yeah yeah <laughs> i'm never gonna be the guy playing the tunes that people want to hear but if you do enough gigs you make it work and mm-hmm. find your own thing and doing stuff by yourself too is a real easy thing to do yeah so. for sure so so when you when you first like decided because i think we're uh i don't want to assume but i think me and you are in the same boat because i want to do a lot of things i want to uh apply myself to a lot of different projects i mean i got the podcast i got a bunch of uh yeah. musical stuff and i really want to do like everything and i feel that from you too but it, it's really interesting when you see people not taking that initiative and it's like what are you doing you know what i mean yeah yeah it's just like if you're that creative and you're just like wasting your time yeah just doing other bullshit i uh-huh. guess i don't know it it's cool i'm i'm into like people that just do it as like a hobby cuz a lot of people really do mm-hmm. just want to do it for fun for just a very short period of time or in really limited amounts but you see people and it's like man if you just played like one more show a week with like another group or you just like took lessons like you'd mm-hmm. be killing it yeah for sure and, and like formal lessons is definitely the way to go like i took lessons up until last year and mm-hmm. i'm like currently on the search for a new teacher kind oh of really thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, like i love taking lessons yeah for sure i mean uh yeah i took a bunch uh all the way through college and and all that and they do definitely another set of ears definitely helps you and mm-hmm. i mean it's definitely humbling <laughs> sometimes yeah. uh whenever you do have a, a teacher that's like yeah, wasn't that great? What do you, what do you, I mean, I've had, uh, what are some, what are, what's like the worst lesson you had, I think? Oh, I have a good, man. I have some good. <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, so I didn't, I don't even think I've had like a worse 
like the worst lesson ever because I've had pretty pretty chill teachers, but mm-hmm. in high school, I had like an orchestra director who's like definitely had some like issues with like controlling his emotions related Ooh, to music. He uh-huh. was super passionate. He's like the most talented musician. Like I've start ever met. crying like emotions oh, or like anger. Oh, 100%. okay, more on that side. <laughs> A lot of screaming. <laughs> okay, uh, but for me it was funny because I was just like the dumb kid in the percussion section mm-hmm. that nobody thought about or whatever. As long as you're playing like the three notes you got on timpani, yeah, right? You're on you're triangle. Set. All right, here yeah, we go. exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Chill. But. <laughs> No, worst lesson. I was taking lessons at a drum shop for a while, and I had this thing where I was like, can I go test out the cymbals? You're closed for the night, but my lesson doesn't start for a bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, 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 here's a stick. Like, go test them out. I was like, you know, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, gone looking for cymbals at, like, a music store. It's, like, everywhere. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a specific shop, uh-huh. but, like, they're on these racks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just on the sort of wall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really want to hit this one, but it's, like, super heavy, and it's, like, at the bottom. I'm not going to be able to hit it all the way because it's, like, really close to the floor. I was like, I'm going to move it to, like, a higher one. It's, like, a big cymbal, really mm-hmm. heavy. And I moved it to, like, one of the higher ones, and it's, like, it's like five feet in the air, and I just, like, smack it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is going to sound killer. And then the whole rack comes down. Oh, like, wow. Just, like, thousands of dollars worth of cymbals <laughs> yeah. come, like, crashing onto, like, the tile floor. I'm like, I've done it. I've really this done is it. it. <laughs> and he just, he was really chill with me, pretended like, oh, yeah, I didn't even hear you. I'm like, Happens scrambling. all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was definitely embarrassing. And after that, I was just like, I need to practice so much yeah. that he just forgets about this and thinks that I'm like good or something. Yeah. Because every time you come in, he's going to be like, no, this, this is horrible. Yeah. And just because of that one incident. <laughs> <laughs> but you've had like a, a horrible lesson. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I just sucked. Well, I don't know. They told me I just sucked, I guess. I mean, I feel like I, I could have practiced more and I couldn't, done, I couldn't do a certain something just because I don't know. I mean, I would practice in college like five hours a day because that's what I'm supposed to do yeah. and, and all that stuff. And I was just kind of burning myself out. And then one time um, I was there like for an hour when it was like a 30 minute lesson mm-hmm. and he just kept like, do it again do it again because like he kept pushing me because that's what i need like i know uh that's as a person playing an instrument that's i know that's what i need i need to be pushed right but he kept going and going and i'm just like trying trying to do this one lick and i'm just oh (laughs) and he's like do it and i was like i can't i just like yelled it i was like i can't do it i don't know i don't know why (laughs) but it's not working i was close to tears and it was just like really intense it wasn't i don't know if it was bad i mean it it did help me to have somebody do that but yeah it was really interesting it was the, really the tension between the student and the teacher is right? never great it, i teach lessons too so i have uh, kids and i'm like i don't ever want to yell at them but it's yeah. like it, and it's also super clear when the kid comes in and never like yeah. looked at the music for like the whole week yeah and, and then like, what do you do i mean if if it's somebody like their parents brought them in then it's just like yeah oh, well, i don't know and you it's know. like your kid's not getting any better and I'm happily going to take your money every month because <laughs> yeah, I sure. don't want to miss a bill. I can keep trying, <laughs> but, but, you know. It, yeah, it's it's hard, especially when the kid's not feeling it. But luckily, I feel like you're in the same boat as me. It's like not necessarily – you've never been at a point where you're not – interested in doing it or feeling mm-hmm. it but you just kind of reach that breaking point yeah sometimes i mean you used to teach uh, middle school and high school and definitely in middle school it's kind of uh, difficult to keep their intention uh, which uh, during that 30 yeah. minutes or an hour and it's just like all right and they're like i like your shoes oh my god or some, yeah. some stupid stuff this is what so and so said i was like okay that's that's great but like let's keep going you know <laughs> like it's uh yeah. yeah it's pretty interesting so yeah, we got on on that thing. So let's let's talk about 
I want to talk about the, the music that you're making right now. So, mm-hmm. who, what bands are you actually currently in right now? I know you're doing your solo stuff, yeah. uh, solo drum stuff, but uh, talk about some of your other groups uh, that you're playing drums in um, or percussion. And you already said you're in musicals. Um, yeah. Doing uh, that stuff. I do like a lot of hired work, but like aside from that, bands that I'm in there are like my bands or yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a band going called The Freebies. It's like mm-hmm. a noise pop kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Pretty aggressive. It's fun. Very aggressive, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a really more. aggressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's fun live. We just tracked a record in Austin, and it's going to be coming out towards the end of the year, I think. Um, and that band's really fun. Everybody in the band, they're like a, their own composer kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So we tracked a record with like a choir and an orchestra, and like oh. we had like sheet music for the whole the whole album knocked out in a day. Nice. But... I got that band that is live and crazy, but uh-huh. in the studio, you could kind of tame it a bit. Um, and I'm in a band, Baby Bangs is another mm-hmm. band that I'm in. It's just like a two-piece garage rock thing. A band called Jadoon Stars, which is kind of mm-hmm. new. Yeah. We tracked a record. It's being mastered. It, everybody just tracks records, and then they For just sure. like take forever to come out. Yeah, definitely. But I think 2017 is the year that a lot of bands are actually putting out, producing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, just in these three months here in San Antonio, like how many records have dropped it's, already? It's so insane. many. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool, and like especially being in bands with people who are in other bands, and be like, "Oh, your records dropping?" And it's like, "That's awesome." It's like yeah. our records dropping next month, and it's like having people put out like releases that they've played on every other month is insane yeah uh but yeah i'm in a jejun stars it's like an indie pop thing and i play with a band called maurice pretty often mm-hmm. uh which is a band from austin it's just me and another guy right now but it's experimental r&b maybe maybe Compos- <laughs> composition stuff it's a pretty loose interpretation yeah of sure those on things. r&b yeah uh Man, I'm trying to think if I play with anybody else. I do like one-off stuff all the time mm-hmm. too with like different drummers and uh, guitarists. We'll do like a duo set and it's pretty free improv. Mm-hmm. I do stuff with a guy named Cameron Taylor. He's in a band called Ghost Police. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he does a lot. It's like more jazzy. He's going to be playing stuff. on your thing, right? On your... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. The thing um, coming up. And then I have a thing with uh, Christian Barboza, which is a drum album we tra- tracked and it's mm-hmm. coming out. It's being mastered right now, yeah, just like cool. everything else. I mean, I think it it, it really shows um, how accessible, I think, like recording studios and recording and being yeah. able to record yourself. I think that's it's really accessible now. And that's amazing to say that we can go out. We can probably record something right now with using this equipment and put yeah. something out tomorrow, you know? And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's crazy. Between having access to like cheap recording equipment and band camp it's mm-hmm. like you could make a record and make money off a record within like 24 hours it's mm-hmm. an, it's yeah it's really cool yeah and it's it's awesome to see a bunch of uh san antonio bands finally doing it and a ton of uh what is it like recording studios popping up yeah i mean uh and willing to help and at a cheaper rate right than, <laughs> yeah because money is uh a thing uh, yeah. that you need to, <laughs> you to need live your dream. You need a lot of it for any dream. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, what do you get out of playing this type of style? I mean, you get you get this uh, improv- improvisation. They they heard uh, the listeners heard a little bit of uh, one of the tunes you sent me. Mm-hmm. And what do you get out of doing this sort of stuff? And what kind of mindset are you in when you do that kind of stuff? Um. I mean, as Either far question, as whatever, yeah, <laughs> no. As far as recording goes, the mindset is kind of just make the best thing you can at that point. And 
the way that album worked out is I tracked like 20 or 30 things uh, over the course of a couple of days. I just like set up the studio uh, and then tracked like 20 or 30 pieces that are like in between like one and five minutes mm-hmm. and just like really listened back through them. I was like, man, what do you, what are you listening to when you said best? Like get the uh, best ones. What do you, what do you mean by best? Cause I don't, I don't know. At least for me, I can tell when something feels forced. Oh, okay. And like with that? the improv thing, I feel like it doesn't, it shouldn't feel forced. It should feel pretty natural mm-hmm. and like a pretty good interpretation of what I guess, like who you are if that doesn't sound too like out there, no, yeah, it's cool. Hippie, trippy. Totally. Um, we got, we got way out there in the Femina X episode, so you can go <laughs> as far as you want, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just like kind of interpreting, I guess like what you're feeling at the time or like maybe trying to interpret like sounds that you don't think you could make and then making those sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause a lot of it has to do with just like sonic elements that like applying different objects and like techniques to like drums or percussion mm-hmm. instruments that you would, not typically do yeah and stuff that is just trying to stand out i guess Mm -hmm. more or less and just trying to show your best Mm -hmm. uh because it's all improv so it's going to be your best self at that point so kind of trying to showcase like have you ever played in like a a, like a jazz ensemble Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah, and that's you have like the set tunes and everybody takes a solo kind of thing but that that's fun too and I, I don't know. The improv thing is weird when you're doing it with people and then not doing it with anybody because you're like feeding off other people. Yeah. And it's really, I feel like it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then you do it by yourself and you're like, oh no. Like you just got to take the influence from like what you're feeling from the drums, what you're feeling from the room you're in. like Or like what you saw that day or what you did that yeah, day or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, yeah, I mean, what I heard uh, is definitely ambitious. And yeah. I would say it's, it's different than um, something that you would hear on the radio of course um but but it's like uh i wanted you to talk about it because there there are people that are doing that sort of thing and and not a lot of people know about it not a lot of people know what they're doing and um you know it's just like here you are (laughs) producing these sort of sort of noise elements and it's just like really intense and it's really good yeah thank you yeah i try to make it maybe not accessible but in terms of like recording quality and uh-huh. stuff it's like if i'm going to be doing something this abstract or i'm going to be doing something <laughs> this out there it's like it better sound good <laughs> yeah like at least like like recording like high fidelity it's like mm-hmm. i'm going to make sure this is mixed and mastered for sure because it's if you don't even if it's super lo-fi and it's that it's very hard to get into for sure so um why don't you talk about the uh k uh from dear vibes mm-hmm. uh drum collaboration and uh a little bit more about your cassette what what is that <laughs> two drummers together what are, what are y'all <laughs> doing really and then what's on the cassette as well um, uh, your your solo cassette yeah well the thing with k uh, we tracked at matador studios mm-hmm. which is here in town it's like an excellent studio they got some really cool drum sounds and they were really open to us playing in the same room being able to like really like feed off of each other yeah and it's like a really cool back and forth thing. It's not necessarily trading bars because I feel like that gets cheesy pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. But it's just a two track, uh, two tracks, and they're each about fifteen to eighteen minutes long. So it's like uh, it's the whole theme of it. I feel like could be like uh, like deconstruction and construction of different musical elements. So we start. I think the side A is more 
deconstructed things and like freeform stuff, almost kind of like what I'm doing solo, but with another drummer doing it. So it's intensified, I mm-hmm. guess, quite a bit. And then uh, it kind of slowly builds towards like we're both doing stuff, feeding off of each other. And it almost gets into like a groove for a bit. Mm-hmm which is really cool because you're basically going from silence at the beginning to like an established groove, which would be the very baseline thing. Now, did y'all, did y'all discuss anything at all beforehand or Uh, it's just kind of, kind of, no, we just like talked about, you know, like different things we're going to bring and play. We got together a couple of times prior Mm -hmm. to it. We get together like every other week usually and just do that for fun mm-hmm. we're like we should just track this like, yeah sure just put it out there Why yeah <laughs> so it's kind of like builds into a groove and then the uh side b from that uh is like only groove so it's like going from super abstract like can't feel any time and then the whole side b is just like straight time and us just grooving and like yeah really minimal adjustments so it's it's out there but it's sure it should be cool it's gonna be I mean, okay, from from what I've seen and what I've I, I've noticed, there is a big, you know, um, I don't know if it's like a, not a big noise scene here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. but like a, a if you're into it, you're definitely there, and there's there's musicians for you, yeah, and 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 that's awesome. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say I know all the bands that are doing this sort of thing, um, but you know, for the people that do like it, I think there is like a definite you know musicianship there for them yeah yeah it's and mostly you playing drums for them or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's cool it's like a pretty small niche scene but uh-huh. not by any means exclusive yeah so sure. it's like bring anybody in that wants to do that kind of thing uh because it's like man if there's 20 people watching us this is like a killer show yeah sure because it's like there's 20 people that are gonna put up with this and like (laughs) try to like take something away from it like that is no i I mean i i definitely uh envy somebody that can do that um and do it on you know in an actual performance setting not just Mm -hmm. um tracking it somewhere by yourself because like that takes something from you you know every time you do something on stage and you're doing this sort of thing like you said it's your best self whenever you're improvising so and and to do it in front of people and to get something that you can't hear again you can't hear that right same thing again and it's it's pretty amazing um me and uh brian brian holman Mm -hmm. dipsia and john gore we recorded a song um it's not released yet, but he, <laughs> Brian did some drum stuff. Uh, John did, played the, played the mandolin on, yeah. uh, with some pedals and stuff. And then I played uh, trombone with his pedal board and it just came out to be something really interesting. And I, I don't take enough risks as I'd like to, you know what I mean? Cause I'm yeah. always playing like super structured and coming from like orchestra and stuff. It's like, you got to play this here. You got to mm-hmm. play this you fucked up if you miss like a yeah, note or something. Yeah, it's like you gotta you're follow wrong. the chord changes. You got to follow the melody. Yeah, yeah. So, so doing that with Brian, he was just like, "Do whatever." Here's a pedal board. Yeah, I don't know. Play your trombone. Do something. And it's like That's so awesome. freeing. And it's just like, oh man, it's just like going going out there. And it's really yeah. Fun. No, the out there stuff is definitely it's very revealing. Speaking of out there, so your cassette. Yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> what what is. What is that about? Uh, it's blip, right? Yeah, blip. It's okay. an eight track thing. Uh, not on eight track, <laughs> thank God. Uh, but yeah. eight songs. But it's on cassette. Yeah, it's on. Okay. It's on a. It's on a tape. Um, and it's four songs in each side. Um, and it's all 
mostly improvised stuff. There's a couple compositions on there that are mm-hmm. like a little bit more structured um, that I have like, you know, like the score for and everything, which is like, you wouldn't think that listening to no. it, but <laughs> I mean, if I wanted to ever play it live, I could just pull up the sheet music and, yeah, and that'd be cool. Have it. That'd, that'd be cool to see yeah. you <laughs> pull up a stand and be like, all right, and flipping pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was really just like, my first attempt to try to do something by myself that I hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've done the improv thing with other people live and in an, like an ensemble format, but it's like almost a challenge to try to do it yourself and make it something that's at least interesting for me to listen to. Mm-hmm. If I like tracked it and I couldn't listen to it all the way through, it's like, I know that nobody yeah, wants sure. to listen to it. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm attached to it and I can't even jam it, definitely, nobody definitely wants to feel jam that. that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh yeah it's a self released cassette. I uh, I have a couple other records coming out later on, so this mm-hmm. is kind of just I don't know a the means, first of many for yeah, for you in 2017. Yeah, kind of like the means to the end kind of thing because I'm I booked a tour prior to finishing recording this All right. a solo tour, <laughs> uh-huh. and I was like, man, I have some videos and a couple like odd like here and there recordings of myself that I could book shows with, but then I p- put the tape out or i you know put up like the pre-order for it and then was able to start sending it to venues and and people yeah uh and then i just kept booking shows like it was gonna be like four days and five days and i was like 18 dates oh god yeah like going to (laughs) chicago and back and i'm like man i'm doing this by myself i guess i gotta do it yeah for sure but uh yeah no it's it's really just kind of a way to have a physical thing of a representation of like what i want to be doing live uh, all over the place cool and uh when does that kick off that kicks off at imagine right yeah that's gonna be at imagine on april 13th so it should be a good show yeah. everybody performing brian from Adipsy is playing mm-hmm. everybody playing besides porridge fist which is like a noisy rock band everybody else is a solo act and i really wanted to feature people that are doing either like experimental solo stuff or uh people that are doing stuff that's you know improv yeah for sure interesting stuff (laughs) yeah just stuff that probably won't bring a lot of people out but it'll be uh it'll be fun yeah it'll be be cool and i mean even if nobody like i mean i'm gonna people are gonna come out there but like even if nobody's there and you're doing it by yourself you still get something out of that you know what i mean oh yeah 100 percent satisfaction yeah for sure it's definitely as much for you as you know or even more i don't even know is it more for you it like yeah. more for you than than that audience recognition of i mean <laughs> yeah i definitely don't expect anybody to like you'd definitely be playing more pop songs if it was for that right? yeah yeah if i wanted people at the shows i know exactly what to do yeah uh but i don't know it's it could come across as a selfish thing but it's more for no, me just it's like cool, a, yeah. a fun i i've said it before it. It, everything pretty much i do is for me to to feel or music wise everything you know uh i i'd say about 80 20 just for me yeah to be like oh it feels so good to be up here it's so good to play my instrument on this stage if anybody's out there sure whatever but yeah it feels really good to just like give you that release sometimes mm-hmm. or you know to feel something or to get taken back to a certain memory or something like that yeah so. it's a really cool way to do it and especially performing solo Mm -hmm. it's like you aren't relying on anybody else so what you bring to the table that's it Mm -hmm. and uh another thing is like playing with bands and going on tour it's like you're gonna play a different room every night and you don't know how the room's gonna sound you Mm -hmm. don't know how many people are gonna be filling it up like deadening the sound (laughs) so it's like most people just like set up their drums set up their amps and just like this is what we had 
our knobs at last night. This is like how hard I hit the drums last night. Uh-huh. And this is what we're doing. But it's like, if you're playing like a bookstore with like, you know, 50 people in it, it's going to sound super dead. Cause it's like everybody, like there's yeah. books and everything's absorbing yeah. the sound. And then you play somewhere like a, I don't even know, like a storage unit or like a parking garage mm-hmm. or like some weird or DIY like some, show. Yeah, some random bedroom or something. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, these ceilings are really high. I should probably not hit the drums as hard today. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm doing that by myself, I can just, you know, improv something that yeah. fits the room uh-huh. instead of just... So all these little elements come into sort of like what you're doing right. at that moment in that point of time. Yeah, like if, if you hear something and you're like, that sounds bad. Stop! Stop doing it. <laughs> stop doing it. You can't just like okay, we got two minutes of the song left. Let's hope people stay. Yeah, for sure. So because yeah, it's just you and stuff like that. So. Yeah, April thirteenth at Imagine. Yeah, that's Blips release show. It Woo-hoo. should be fun, nice party time. Yeah, and then uh, where are you headed after that? Uh, I'm playing in Fort Worth the night after. So no oh, shit already. Just straight out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The fourteenth. Okay, cool. I'm just going to Fort Worth, and then after that, go up through Oklahoma and. Missouri up into Illinois through Indiana back down through Kentucky Louisiana kind of thing. Awesome. So you talked about this being the start of uh, a few different releases. Uh, what's mm-hmm. left for you in 2017, or what's next for you? Because 2017's just started within yeah three months. So so what what's going on in 2017 for you? Um. Well, I'm in a band called the Freebies, which is putting out. A split release with another band I'm in called Maury's, which like didn't really happen. We didn't mean for that to happen, but <laughs> the label that was putting it, I was like, "Oh, you guys should just do this." Like not thinking, mm-hmm. uh, and that, then yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm in both. <laughs> and it's like, oh okay, this works. Yeah, so that's coming out in late May, early June. I can't really talk a lot about that one because that's still under the whole putting that thing together. Sure. Uh, but then in July, I'm putting out another solo album uh, called Anatomize. And Ooh. it's going to be on Kendra Steiner Editions, which is a local San Antonio experimental label. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really cool. They put out, they've put out like 400 releases or something Holy like that. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. And they wow. put out people from all over the place. And I'm 100% positive I'm like the youngest person ever putting really? out on that. <laughs> yeah. it's But it's really cool. A lot of the people I've been listening to, like when I started getting into this music who are like in their fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these people are doing something really cool. Like, I wish I could do something like this. Mm-hmm. And then I realized they're all on that label and I'm like, man, this wow. is so yeah. awesome. So that, that should be really cool. And then towards the end of the year, I have some other bands, uh, putting out some albums. So it's, awesome. it's going to be a whole year of touring. Every yeah, album that touring comes out. and, putting out records and things like that you're a busy guy that's very cool yeah yeah Do you like to stay busy I, I love to stay busy i can't yeah i can't not right yeah yeah i mean uh oh, i don't know if i want to say this but uh people are like yeah i'm sleeping till noon one or whatever oh, no. and i'm like i can't sleep more than like five hours yeah, so like same. i can't do that i always have to like i get up and i'm like okay what are we doing new podcast all right let's r- go play trombone somewhere oh okay, yeah cool. no definitely i can't not have a gig that day or something yeah or like a practice or like because mm-hmm. if i don't have a practice it's like i'm that means i have to go practice the, the amount by myself that i would be performing somewhere or Definitely, something like that yeah so it's like if i'm not practicing that morning and then having a gig in the night it's like i'm gonna play for five hours by myself because i need to do this mm-hmm. which is a cool way to think about it but yeah no i'll if i'm on like quote-unquote vacation yeah it's like i'll go somewhere with my girlfriend or something and it's like I'll wake up early and like have a practice pad and like go outside or whatever. Because it's like, yeah. I can't not 
yeah. not do it. It's, I mean, it's a part of you, right? I yeah, mean, no, it's, totally. It's, it's a part of you. Like we, some people that aren't, um, I don't know, creatives, I guess. I don't think they mm-hmm. understand that where it's like, this is me. Like if I was an artist, I would have to draw everywhere. Like that's pretty yeah. much the same thing. If I'm uh, a musician, I'm either listening to it or like listening to people talk about it. Like mm-hmm. you're on the podcast and, um, or practicing it or doing something. Yeah. And it's like, that's me. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. It's like, it's all I want to do. Uh, and like, it's funny you say the podcast thing. Cause it's like, I listen to so many podcasts. Really? Yeah. I love cool. podcasts. And it's like, cause like, you can listen to records and I try to listen to at least one new record a day because uh-huh. it's like I'm self-employed. I should not be wasting my time. I'm Definitely. super, super like fortunate because uh-huh. a lot of people like don't have like access to a lot of stuff to where they can do that. But it's, I'll try to listen to a record a day and it's like after listening to so much music and it's like, you can't practice and listen to music either. No. So no. it's like, because it's like you, it just doesn't work you yeah, can't like play sure. music along to like something else it's like because then it becomes that whole thing yeah yeah um <laughs> but it's like i'll listen to a podcast that's mm-hmm. like purely people talking yeah about sure. music but then i'll be like playing on the practice pad like going yeah. through rudiments and stuff yeah and it's uh, like you can do other stuff i really enjoy yeah. it i mean um my primary primary podcasting listening is driving just because i can't do anything else and i'm just like yeah eh, i'm just here and i'm listening to people talk or um i know people listen while they're running or something like that but mm-hmm. playing music as well just having something else um and it's not musical really there's no right I mean, there's some cadence to the way people talk but it's not really like a set standard of music so right yeah it's pretty cool to just have that on and uh, and just like be absorbing as much information yeah information because a lot of it is information mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's pretty cool i didn't know you listened to a lot of podcasts so oh yeah i got I love all that stuff super into podcasts like a couple tours ago i'm gonna ban <laughs> one of the guys in the freebies like doesn't listen to music uh-huh. like, he just like can't do it I don't, <laughs> right. that, I don't know if that's an overshare for him but that seems like a personal thing but um <laughs> i don't know that's good or bad or yeah so like i'm like okay well i can i'm i can't read yeah because i'm driving it's like well i gotta do the podcast and because like i'll put on a record you'd be like i don't want to listen to this record wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. and not in a bad way it's yeah. just i mean i don't know i haven't gotten to that point to where i'm like so burnt out on just like music in general mm-hmm. but i i know he's has some reasons for it but okay pod, sure that's pod, his yeah, yeah it's his thing i'll have him on and he'll talk about it <laughs> yeah right i can just i can listen to my podcast and he can just sit there it's perfect cool sounds like a, a perfect little yeah <laughs> match made cool happen. uh so yeah so i have a, a segment um do i have a do i have a name for this thing i don't have a name for this thing i just noticed i should have a name for this yeah, it's a <laughs> segment um where if you are a patron on our patreon patreon.com slash tms podcast and you donate at least one dollar um per month um then you get to have a question on our question board uh some of them are y'all some of them are mine um and yeah if you want to donate if you like what we're doing um go ahead and be a patron on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. And we'll give you a shout out if your question's picked. Um, and yeah, we have a whole bunch of cool content on there. That's only for y'all. And um, you get to know who's coming up next before anybody else. So uh, go check out the tiers and all that cool stuff. So uh, I have a D20 because I am a nerd. Here's awesome. your D20. And I have a list of questions here. Um, and you're just going to roll it. I don't know if you want to roll one or two. It doesn't matter. And um has some random questions that we can ask you. Okay. So just go ahead and roll. 18. 18. <laughs> um, well, I, already, I think I already know this. Uh, do you have a crush on anyone? Oh, man. <laughs> do I ever. 
I have. I know you mentioned you had a girlfriend earlier. I have this most the most beautiful dog in the world. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> she is gorgeous. Her name is Banana. She's got an Instagram profile. She's oh a really? Queen. What's her at? It's a banana cream pup. She's a dachshund oh terrier mix. She is a beauty. Wow. I mean, I also have my long term partner who is yeah, sure. super no, but more about the dog. Well. Yeah, but <laughs> but this dog. More though. importantly, <laughs> I have this gorgeous dog, and uh, yeah, she just does everything with me. She'll like go on the road with me. She'll fly with me. Wow, she is like. Is she, she gonna go with you on the? This? She's not going on this tour, but okay. I am touring in May all the way up to Boston. Yeah, uh, and she is definitely coming awesome yeah crazy cool okay that was not what i was expecting and that's awesome <laughs> uh i'll definitely have to check that out the check check the instagram out check oh definitely do it definitely is gonna <laughs> is have... it just like just frolicking everywhere is it yeah with you and it's like me and her or like her posing she's very photogenic okay <laughs> she's like it's so crazy like her instagram like gains like a dozen followers a Damn. day yeah and i'm just like how you do famous <laughs> yeah right and i was like i can't even get this like i'm trying to like put a record out and people are like yeah i guess that's cool and then uh, yeah post the dog what one. if uh what if you show up to a gig with your dog and then people are like oh my god it's this dog it, yeah and right then you're like what? what i'm right what and then everyone's like petting your dog or something <laughs> everybody that i uh i house like if i have friends that are touring and i'll house them and they'll be like so oh so that's the dog from instagram I was like, yeah it's like are you kidding me like but yeah i know my my dream dream girl banana cream pup she's wow. she's gorgeous awesome go ahead and roll again <laughs> that was great three what was the last thing you ate this is horrible this is hours ago mm-hmm. um i made like brown rice with vegetables that's not that bad yeah no i mean oh. it was like brown rice with like i mean it's like curry basically okay but well, like vegetables and yeah. chickpeas and stuff i had uh what did i have i had panda i enjoy panda panda express again like i was telling you earlier i'll eat like shit so oh whatever. no <laughs> it is totally fine i treat my body so horribly so it's yeah. like i try to eat pretty okay i like eating you know good food too yeah good food yeah i enjoy good food too yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that's our that's our thing if you want to get your questions on there uh patreon.com slash tms podcast and dane where 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 can they find you online on social media and all that oh man well it's gonna be basically dane rousey r-o-u-s-a-y uh you can do that on like instagram twitter and facebook but uh if you want to check out like more of the music or like tour dates and stuff like that you can go to www www.danerousey.com mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how the internet works uh-huh. yeah i just got the website it's just my name.com and it'll be a website i made myself so please be gentle no it's not that bad it's really heart. good no i really enjoyed it what do you what do you use uh to to make it oh man what is it uh squarespace squarespace yeah okay very cool. and it was like super easy user yeah friendly. sure but oh, it's like now, I tried now sponsored by Squarespace, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> I tried to like do my best to make it unique or something because I have friends that are way more popular than me doing the same kind of music, and I'm like, man, your websites are so cool, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my Squarespace. But yeah. no, but I mean, it, it's a great service, and I'm yeah, like, sure. totally, totally am into like doing things myself. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I mean, it has all the relevant information on the front, and it has yeah. your picture, and I think that's all all you really need, and then little. Like dates or menu what's coming up yeah so it's not on. that bad so dane 
fuck? Yeah, I just heard you say Rousey. It. Rousey. Yeah, God damn a, it. I was no, like, it's a hard one. My eyes just went big. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, here it comes. Yeah. So follow him and check out his website and go listen to his music and come out to Imagine. I'll probably be there. Um, there's going to be some great stuff. We're going to be posting about it and all that good stuff. Where to find him, where to follow him, where to follow his dog, all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <so>. The dog. <laughs> Dane, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. That was my conversation with Dane Rousey. You can follow him on all the stuff that he just said. Go follow his social media. Go find him, DaneRousey.com. If you want to go check out his tour dates, all his music, and all that good stuff, go see him live. Go see him perform. I'll be there at the Imagine launch. It's going to be great. And check him out all through 2017. He talked about a whole lot of different uh, things that he's going to be uh, launching, his his uh, new albums, records, and all that. And yeah, definitely a great musician to uh, keep in contact with. He's He's an amazing musician. One more time. Like I said, you can follow us on social media. We're the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, Texas Music Pod at Texas Music Pod on Facebook and Twitter, Texas Music Podcast on Instagram, Texas Music Podcast at gmail.com as well if you want to email us and be on the show. So that's how you can reach us. You can reach us on all that. Tweet me and uh, yeah, I'll tweet you back. I mean, that's that's a thing, right? Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to leave you with a song by Dane Rousey. The entire song off his new cassette blip. This song is called Most Broad. Thanks and have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.
for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Thank you.